0: This is a shock podcast.
1: Shock. Welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is me, Fong, your host. This is a channel for inclusive conversations and stories about work-life experience that matters to you. In the next few episodes, I have some HR professionals to join me in the studio. Let's find out more. Hi, hello welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is Mi Fong, your host. So in this first episode, we are going to discover the topic of how green the grass out there. So we have my guest today, uh, Mona, my professional crony, <laughs> <laughs> so called, to meet me today. Now, Mona, I just want to kind of have a quick introduction about our topic of conversation okay, today, right? I will. Okay. Better opportunities are always a common resonation reason, be it in the company HR system or the reasons of the candidates during the interview process. But we are here today to explore together the pull and push factors for one to decide in their next career move. And also, to what extent the grass is always greener out there, and what determines our future leaders or young leaders today to stay and live in the organizations? Mona, welcome to my first podcast. Thank it's my you. pleasure to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, me, folks. I'm excited to be here.
0: A bit <laughs> nervous because. I didn't realise that there's a whole technique to doing podcasts But I'm learning something new today
1: It's my first experience as well Let's learn together Let's have fun in this first episode ever Hopefully we're not (laughs) being judged by the Gen Z Like these two aunties here Um, Please (laughs) feel free to leave us a comment Although this is just the beginning of our (laughs) podcast right So now, I just want to have like In a brief conversation, Mona When did we get to know each other? You still remember that? Okay, I have to be honest right Bifong, I was on a project
0: at that point of time and I was trying to hire people. Then mm-hmm. I came across your profile on your post on LinkedIn. So I got to know me from to social media and I was stalking her, yes, <laughs> checking out the competition. Hey what they're doing, uh? <laughs> Actually it's also to get inspiration. Lah. Right? And they say that imitation is always the sincerest form of flattery So
1: that was how we met uh, It's yeah. my, my pleasure and pressure <laughs> <laughs> But I, I recall that how did I get to know you is actually hmm. through uh, social media In fact, hmm. I'm not too sure as to remember we are the internet friend Somehow your name popped up in my Twitter Okay, I say, hey, look at this profile, okay Somehow her tweets is quite relatable Talk about talent, then you talk about BTS you yes. you, okay, my you secret is out. <laughs> oh my god. Guilty <laughs> <laughs> <Duty> pleasures. <laughs> then I found you in LinkedIn as well, of course. Mm-hmm. That's how we connected. Yeah. So, but we have been friends online for quite some time. Th- throughout the few pandemic. years, precisely. Yeah, yes, yes. And so we decided to meet this yes. year. A few hours before our the career period fair. fair. We were booking yeah. over the weekends, and uh, I bought my girl, you bought my boy, you, you yeah. bought your boy, right? So we talked a lot, uh, mm. especially for a young talent. And uh, when I'm given this opportunity to host my podcast I thought, okay I must call Mona Abu Bakr Why? Because we talk a lot about the young talent what we wanted to do uh, Somehow that conversation was just a one hour before the, that career Great <laughs> yeah So we, I think I'm not too sure I promise you or you promise me we must catch up again to talk about it So yes, that's why we are here today to talk about talent to talk about I would say majulah uh, Young talent <laughs> Untuk negara Right uh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Betul. Or, or
0: maybe help them Navigate You know uh-huh. uh, The world of work
1: mm. And
0: maybe not repeat
1: Some of the mistakes That we have made We have done Okay So Now The topic is here Is still talk about The career planning And what's next For the individual Right Maybe talk about Your fun facts About your current work life Fun facts huh? <laughs> Okay,
0: people have asked me why I've stayed in recruitment for as long. I've done things outside of recruitment within the HR space, but I keep going back to recruitment. So I say that I say something la, The person gets old So I get old But the job never gets old mm. Actually I enjoy recruitment a lot It's an opportunity for me to Because I'm very Kepochi uh, A bit busybody la, So stalker. if you're a professional busybody professional It's stalker. a good trait to have <laughs> uh, I also drive my husband crazy Because I always go back to him And ask him hey, What is this EBITDA? What does RAROC mean? He <laughs> uh? said Why you ask me? Because you're an accountant mm. So I ask you la. I need to sound clever to the candidate Cannot go and see candidate mm. Not unprepared mm. Not sound clever so technically, uh, I like this job because I get to learn about people. I also get young people who, you know, give me a good lesson in my own, um, what do you call it, my own biasness and my own uh, preconceived notions about certain things, right? So actually, um, there's always lots to learn and new things to do, Yeah. But then it's also not just about life, like it's given me an opportunity to meet interesting people like Mifong. <laughs> yeah. uh, also have being forced to go out to social media. So the only reason why I had to get on social media and be active was because of my job. But through having to do it for my work, then I say, "Hey, okay, I learned a new skill. So what today? Yeah."
1: Mm. That's interesting fun facts of life. But recruitment job is tough. It's all about numbers, people rejections. But we'll talk later why you are still in this job. Just mm. like someone asked me why I'm in recruitment for like more than fifteen years, but you are still in this job. So <laughs> it's okay. We <we'll> talk later <laughs> little, about this. Now let's dive into the few factors about career change for among our future leaders. Now I always have like mindfulness, right, and awareness that I try not to call them young talent because. Mm. You know they kind of unconscious bias in you. Oh, young! You are young talent. You are young and talented. Yeah, like, you are talented, but you are still young, right? Mm. So I always position them as a future leaders. They are actually mm. they will be the leaders in future. So Mona, what, what do you think about you know some of the key factors, right, of the career change among the future leaders out there, based on your personal experience and and observations? Okay,
0: when they come for interview, to be honest. Everyone's very professional. Malaysia's very (laughs) compliant, very professional in general. I want career progression, better opportunity. I want more development, right? But then I guess the reality when you start peeling the onions, there are two factors, I can say. So one is the job itself, sometimes related to employers. As a HR person, I can say we are all a work in progress. Right? Malaysian employers also have some way to go in creating a conducive and productive work environment. Yeah, Then the second factor is the person itself. The person's motivation going beyond. Sometimes it is quite shallow. I want to work for a more handsome boss. Yes, I want to work for cooler peers Or all my friends left the workplace I got no friends in the workplace No more workplace bestie Lonely Lonely So my workplace bestie This is a phenomenon where you have In places where there are a lot of young people Working together One friend goes, that's it Mm. And you see in IT as well So Mm. IT like to follow Sifu around So got Sifu, I will follow Sifu No Mm. Sifu, I will go, right? Then there are other reasons Even deeper That go down to psychological trauma or some unresolved issues from a person's youth. And that could be due to a lack of self-confidence or a need for validation. Sometimes people seem outwardly confident, but in actual fact, they're hurting inside. And they find certain things that a job gives them, right, that fulfills that need inside. But they just don't want to say it. So it's very varied. It's It's not very
1: easy. It's considered peer pressure. Peer pressure, pressure is one. Pressure.
0: Parental expectations. Parental expectations. Uh, that's okay. another thing that we see. You know our generation, right, Mifong? Mm. Parents,
1: our generation. Yeah, our <laughs> generation.
0: Our parents were like, Chi tangan already. Mm. Hey, graduate already. Uh. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you. Uh. Uh, by the way, you need to pay water. You better find a job soon because you need to help me with the bills mm. next month. Mm. But parents these days, it's good. La. I mean, it's good to see that parents and children have a closer relationship, yeah. like friends. But it also means that the parents are consulted on just about every single career decision. And I have parents coming for interviews these days. And sometimes the parents look more enthusiastic about the opportunity than the I can child goodness. does.
1: I I found few parents that in uh career fair. Yeah. Boy, you see, this job is suitable for you. Girl, girl, come here. I think this company is yeah. not bad. Come here, come here. Hey, come, come. Very good job, one. You know. I said, auntie,
0: I think I better hire you. Makcik, my son, make makcik. Can come here? Come yeah. Hey,
1: best journey. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, So I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors that our future leaders need to put in considerations. That what Mona said, right? The the surat and the right lah. Mm. It depends on like your pull and pull factors mm. here, right? So now in the journey of exploring whether the grass is greener out there, mm. um, what are the some of the questions our future leader need to put that in the considerations, or maybe they need to list down or ask themselves mm. or ask their stakeholders or seniors etc. What are the questions? they should list down before even decide that grass mm. is really memang greener. Okay.
0: So <laughs> I'm going to list out in a order, right? Yeah. A group of bucket of orders. So first of all, we take care of the hygiene factors, lah, right? Pay. You know, will I be paid according to what everyone else in the market is being paid? Right? So you want to take that off. In terms of benefits, if you have a certain lifestyle or you have certain commitments, right? You have certain physical material needs, Of course you want to get that out of the picture as well. Then if you take that out, then you look at the job itself. Is this job something that actually can make me more marketable later on? We all know that jobs come and go, we all know that jobs change. Companies needs also change. Is this the kind of role that will allow me to then still be marketable or people do want to continue to hire me on the market? Right? That's one. And then, of course, people say company culture, all of that, right? But sometimes we need to dig a bit deeper. And that's where sometimes all the company culture in the world cannot help if you don't have chemistry with your boss. So ultimately, I think one of the factors that you really need to consider when changing is the person that you're going to be working for. So I did ask my husband, uh, I said, uh, you've been in your organisation for years already. So what has made you stay? He said, Actually, I like the fact that in this organisation, despite the difficult decisions that we have to make on a day-to-day basis, I can go to bed at night quite confident that we have done the right thing, or at least we tried to do the right thing. People are honest and there is integrity, he said. So yes, there are other jobs out there, and definitely I feel that I could be paid better, Mm -hmm. but why would I want that if it means that every day I have to be worried about being forced to make the wrong decision or being made to do things that I feel go against
1: my values. Yeah, it's so important But integrity as well, right? But you really can sleep well at night. Yeah, can you sleep well at night? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's very personal. (laughs) Definitely. Mm. So what else? And what other, maybe, you know, elephant in the room type of questions that the person really, really have to ask themselves or ask during the interview or, you know, career exploration journey? Okay, I think not enough people perhaps, right, mm. are honest
0: with their own selves. Because sometimes it's about what you want in life. What are you looking for? Why are you moving? Or why do you feel that your time has come to look for a new role? Sometimes people say, I want a higher salary. But it could be because they feel a sense of injustice. When I say injustice, it's hey, not fair. Huh? How come they discovered the other person got paid that much more than their mm. other friend and they feel that they are underpaid in this role? So that's a hurt, actually. That's an unresolved If you say trauma, young people like to say, they use the word trauma nowadays. yeah. So these are some of the things that they need to look out for. Otherwise, you have to be actually quite clear about why you want to change jobs. Is it because of ego? Do I feel that I need this job to win the validation from my peers? Mm. Or do I need validation from my industry? Or do I need actually validation from my parents? Right? Why am I making this move? Now, if you are honest and you have that conversation with yourself. If you're clear, there's no right or wrong about it. You can move to get parental validation. You can move to get peer validation Mm. if you're clear and aware that that's why you're moving Mm. and you have made peace with it. Right? Make peace is Mananya like La, redor la. Mm. Ah, so that's the that's the thing that you have to be. You have to be radar, mm. uh, accepting of why
1: you made that decision. Mm. Yeah. It's nothing wrong that you move on because of money only. Mm. It's nothing wrong that you want to prove to even to your ex boss that I will be better. Yeah. The next job is definitely much more better than it. it's okay. But I just would like to um I think to echo what Mona said just now, right? Investment In ourselves. When we ask questions Right What well, this job Will bring me to Another level If you really move on Purely because of salary And uh, another company Will come to you Another Okay better salary So are you going to Stay this company For six months Only one year And then you troubled again mm-hmm. Right It's too short term You really purely Focus on the pay But nothing wrong As you said mm. If the current Motivation factors Is purely your money Then go ahead lah. But you must be Very clear mm. What you're looking for mm-hmm. And uh, of course Boss leadership Now Question here, mm. how can I do more research about my future boss? Ah, okay, the power of social media, right? There are two ways of
0: looking about it. Um, one is that you also have to be careful about what you hear in the market. We are human beings, right? Humans like drama. I think that's, uh, you know, from time immemorial. That's why Netflix and all that sells so well, right? Uh, we all like to Tamba asam garam and all of that. So sometimes... Some certain hiring managers have an unfair reputation Mm. on the market. And maybe on that particular day, it just so happened that this one person had a bad experience. The boss had a bad day, the Mm. person had a bad day and you know, Mm. but then the story goes, Mm -hmm. the story makes its way. So I think um, this is where uh, using social networks helps. I had a friend who was actually quite systematic in the way that they would go about doing a job search. When mm. it was time, she felt that it was time to leave, mm. she would basically make a list of targets. So this is a friend who's very you know, she has an Excel spreadsheet for everything. Awesome. And not an auditor, yeah, this is a yeah. HR person. So she will list out everything and then she will categorize priority, second priority, she has bucket, bucket, bucket. Then she will go and do the research. So she starts by befriending people online. Wow. And then, of course, because she's quite sociable... Okay, this this works for extroverts, yeah? yeah. Um, goes to the gym, goes to the, you know, coffee... Strikes up conversation with people. You know, like me and me, folks, stalking people on social yeah, media. Yeah, we stalk each yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah? Right? Yeah. Uh, then, she gets to know them, right? And that's where they try to get insights. Usually, what she will try to find out about the boss is... What kind of people get promoted mm. under this particular boss? What are the behaviours that these people do? Or what are the things that people do that get them promoted under this particular boss. The ones that don't do well under this particular boss, why? Why? why, Right? And then uh, what kind of how does the boss make decisions? Because, right, if you've been with a particular person for a certain amount of time, every one of us has a particular mental mind map in our minds when we try to make decisions. Like what to eat today, what to wear today. Whether we realize it or not, we are creatures of habit. That's a habit. Uh, so that's why when Malays say that when you're acting out of character, they say buang to Buang Right. Yeah. So we are mm. habits. Mm. So there's a mental map. So how does the boss frame their decision making? You see, what motivates bosses to decide yes or no? How to make a certain way? These are the things that are good to as much as possible to try to find out. Mm. Whether through the interview itself, if you're lucky, the boss is quite open. If you're not, then you have to do a lot more digging about yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, research work, and mm-hmm. uh, that's why I always, always believe, right? Mm-hmm. Be prepared before an interview. That's where you do your search and about this, the lifestyle of the, this individual, and actually what you heard, and then ask that questions. But whether you are convinced or not, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. La. Then, support by the facts and factures and the other thing is actually I always believe that right when we do reference check always do few rounds of reference check and different side because as you mentioned just now mm. you just happen you bump into that person that just do not have the right chemistry with that boss just happen that the boss is having a bad day had, yeah. on that day then the yeah. but in actual fact maybe that hiring manager or that manager is actually the good managers or good leader to others because of their perspective so it's always good to find the different perspectives and you decide whether this is the future leader <laughs> that you're going to work with. But that's always a risk. So let's come to my next questions, mm-hmm. right, Mona? From the company perspectives, hiring, is, that's a risk. Lah. Joining the new organization is also the risk, mm-hmm. right? So from your perspective, right, how do we minimize? Wh- why, why I say we? Because we are also makan gaji, we are also mm-hmm. employees. Yes, yes that's right, yeah. How do we able to minimize the risk of joining the not right organization and to also ensure that the grass is, is greener outside? Okay, yeah. Uh, how to?
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I think, okay, maybe what I didn't mention just now, mm. right? Um, so we've talked about being honest about your own motivations, right? When you're honest about your own motivation, then it's quite easy to decide on what's next, mm. what is right for you. Right and like I said, being accepting already with the decision that you have decided or the course of action that you've decided to take on, agree to take this route. I make this decision, I read with it because this is my motivation, this is what I want. Then, of course, um, doing your research with others through industry. Some industries, it's quite easy to do research about the people in it because so many young people join the industry. So, if you have been very rajin, go to university alumni mm. night, high school alumni night, you will find out a lot of gems, you know, uh, a lot of information. Or their common hangout place. Common yeah. hangout place, yeah, uh, you will know. Then you know where lanyards hang out like, in mm. KLCC right yeah, now okay. um, then the other one is that I think it's actually the interview day itself mm. many young candidates especially I don't see this okay I see this less in older candidates mm. more experienced when you've come to I would say my stage in life I think interviews are like okay you know you want the job but you know it's it's not a do or die situation anymore right and you've been through multiple but young people come to an interview frightened to death What do you mean? Uh, They cannot seem to get control of their nerves, nervous system. And because they're so nervous, everything shut down. The normal sense of observation... Be alert to... You see, right? When you say about culture of an organization, we use the big word culture. Everybody, because of ChatGPT now also, all candidates tell me, I like the culture in your organization. And I tell them, okay, what do you mean by that? What because is culture? culture you, you haven't even worked with us yet. <laughs> How you know you like our culture? <laughs> oh, my senior tell me. Um, oh, your senior tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why your senior tell you? Can go back early. <laughs> really? Uh? <Yeah. laughs> Are you talking to the right senior? Okay, jokes aside... Mm-hmm. When you go for an interview, look at the way people are in that organisation. Do they look alert? Do they look happy? Uh, Notice certain things about even the building maintenance, the way the building is maintained. It tells something. If you come to an organisation where people see, oh, a bit of rubbish on the floor, then people go and pick it up and put it away. It shows that this is an organisation where people feel that There's a sense of togetherness. This is a sense of accountability. People take charge. When I say accountability, it's taking charge of what they can around them, right? It's a sign of a healthy uh, workplace. So these are the small, small signs that tell you that this is a good place to work. Look at the way the recruiter behaves, you know, oh yeah, uh, when they send out that. instructions to you, the way they come back to you, you know, even if they come back to you late with your interview feedback, they try to reach out to you and say, "Hey, actually, I just want to tell you, you didn't get the job, but yes. here's why. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's, these yeah. are all little clues if you are not too nervous to notice them. Then, of course, is the interview itself. Pay close attention to how hiring manager is behaving, right? Um, If they're going to be late, at least they give you a heads up. By the way, I apologize in advance. I'm very bad time management on my part, but I'm going to be late for five minutes. Are you in a rush? So these small things are a good sign. It's a sign that the hiring manager, he has humility. And If you ask them difficult questions, they don't shy away. As a matter of fact, I think we had one hiring manager. If you ask them, right, actually, what do you want me to do? What is the current challenge that the current people in your team cannot solve? If they tell you that, hmm, that's a good question. Actually, I can't tell you now, but I will come back to you with an answer soon. And if they do come back to you, it's a sign of humility and it's a sign of a manager that takes accountability. They they try to live up to their promises as much as possible. remember, you're not the only one being interviewed the organization
1: is also being interviewed yeah interview is always two ways of communications I mm. always believe in that right I think I do agree with what Mona said right just now the small small things will help right let's say if really you are invited to go for a physical interview observe observation is so important. Um, the surroundings, the hygiene level, uh, what people wear, whether you are in smart casual or very formal, right? And mm. also that the hiring experience counts. Are you okay with like hiring manager late for like 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes and then without... sometimes half an hour. Oh my goodness. No apology. Yeah, and, and also whether how frequent you hear from the recruiters, you know, or they don't even bother to come back to you. I think, you know, I always told my team, right, as Mona said, we we are being assessed also by the candidates as well. It's mm. a two way thingy, right? While we are qualifying the candidates, we also being assessed as well how we respond, right? So that's how we're able to attract the right candidates lah, to assure the candidates that we are the greener side <laughs> <laughs> compared to the previous yeah. company. of the- <laughs> I had a candidate who <laughs> asked about the
0: dress code, mm. and actually, I told my recruiter after that, hey, I think we need to change the dress code for interview invitation it says there formal but most of the time we ourselves are very (laughs) casual already (laughs) so we better change it to maybe business casual not fair right very awkward for the candidate yeah you don't want to make the candidate feel Mm, awkward mm, yeah mm. but the candidate did ask what's the dress code in the Mm, organisation I think he noticed because I was very formal that day because I had a meeting at the Ministry of Education but my colleague was more casual because she had no visitors that day Other than a, you know an interview So I thought that That was a good time To kind of showcase The company mm, culture a yeah. bit I said We have
1: a dress For your day policy dress code Is part of the culture too Yeah I guess so mm. But it all depends On the, the individual Back to the You know The fundamental mm. question Just now right What you really want mm. uh, right? Do you think that If uh, wearing formal Is considered A better opportunity For you Then go for it Because you want to be formal I used to be like that When I was young I mm. Always on like three inches high heels. Now I'm on sneakers mm. and then uh, one inch because as I grow... The knees cannot handle it. Okay, now um the, the last part is actually I want to talk about mismatch. Right? So there are two sides of coins here. From the employee perspective, if something happened, this is the wrong hire, this is mismatch, right? And the other side of the story from the employee, the new hire is like this company is definitely is not that green as I thought. Lah. Mm. So right, Um, Do you have any personal experience? Have you ever hired wrongly and what was the outcome? I
0: suppose I've hired quite a lot and some are, I would say, hires that maybe I could have done better, Mm. right? Mm. Um, If I had to reflect back on those hiring decisions, I think the the problem with getting also growing more senior in an organisation or in your role is that you forget to listen. You talk more than you listen and you're so used mm. to people listening to you. So you forget certain skills become less obsolete. So you don't notice the red flags or you don't notice the warning dangers of a particular candidate when, when the candidate is really down to the candidate flaws. Mm. At other times, which is a bit sad, and this is where I think as employers, you do need to be responsible, senior management or even management. If you're going to hire a person, you need to really know why you're hiring this person. What do you expect this person to do? sometimes the person is not able to shine or really do their best because it's like you're asking someone to do something that they were not hired for in the first place right mm. and then um, at the young future leaders level so I've had um, okay this is a personal story la, okay I'm looking forward to, it to, okay. to know more alright a mentor once gave me this feedback and said that um, Mona you are an elitist recruiter. And at one point of time I have to admit, I'm gonna be honest now, yeah, that I got very carried away and even slightly intimidated by students who came from all these top-notch ah. universities. You because I myself
1: didn't get the opportunity oh. to go. <laughs> you know what? It's ah. called unconscious bias. Ah. So I chose to ignore
0: certain red flags mm. in a candidate. Mm certain things that make are the hallmark of a good... When you hire a young, uh, a future leader, right? You want to look for somebody who is you know, curious, who is respectful of others, regardless of where they're from, especially when you work in an industry that's very people-oriented, right? And generally can also fall back from, you know, has gone through certain tough experiences. So they're mentally, you know. But sometimes a great degree or a great university isn't exactly hallmarks of this, mm. right? But I chose to ignore all of these because I wanted trophies. Yeah, right. Yeah. You see? It was a part of a KPI. It's although my, my KPI and okay, I had to close the number, <laughs> do or die. <laughs> then there was, so there was that on my back. There was mm-hmm. also ego. Yeah. I want to be the recruiter that's able to hire all this yeah. LSE, Oxford, Cambridge. Mm. You know how we're yeah. like, yeah? Mm. Okay. Mm. Because being Asian, right, also we put a lot of is it always the right hire? Did I overlook others, mm. or did I already put it in my mind that this one no good? So, um, so I think that was a very hard lesson to take. And this person that I hired actually was also in it for the wrong reasons. Oh, okay. But you, it's quite pitiful. So when we heard out his story, mm-hmm. right, um, this person it's because the parent, it was a parental pressure. Oh, okay. So if he was honest with himself, he was. Mm. It was this person also was in the role. Because of wanting to fulfill. But this person couldn't reconcile themselves. I mean, when I say reconcile, cannot redone with a decision. Mm-hmm. Actually, in my heart, I want something else. But I'm too scared to tell my parents. Oh, okay. So, perfect candidate
1: on paper. Mm. Yeah, Totally wrong fit for the organization. Mm. Mm. That's pretty... I think that's also related to one of my, uh, also wrong hire as well, hmm. best candidate in town. So just like Monala, when we are in recruitment, we want to show, to prove to the management that we can even find the white tiger in the jungle for the organization. I made it, but again, at the end of the day, um, it was wrong hire because he, he was the top, Talent in the market, but just not the right for our organization. Since then, that was many years ago. Since mm. then, I always believe that right when the employer or even the candidate right say that I want to join the best company, I want to have a best candidate in town to join us. My answer is no because there's no perfect candidate. Even the best talent doesn't mean it's the right talent for us, right? Mm. So a same thing. If you are looking for the greener field, that you think that that's the best company I want to join, they might not be the right one for you. Alright, so mm. that's uh, the that's wrap for our because, uh, conversation. But I wish to have more time with him, Mona. Let's catch up for coffee. Although I don't take coffee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now, last coffee. but not least, mm. maybe one key word for our audience or for our future leaders to to think about and to consider and uh, to put in practice. Maybe just one word to relate to our conversation today. What would that be? Be curious. Do you Do your research.
0: Uh, Two words. One word. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Maybe it is. Be observant.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be observant. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't just go into it blindly. Be yeah. observant. Yeah.
1: For me, is honest. Ask yourself, and uh, also be honest to your future employers that this is me, so that you uh, it won't come to the surprises to you. All right. Thank you so much, Mona. And um, thank you. That's a wrap. And uh, Again, my pleasure to have you. This Uh, is My first (laughs) guest. Yeah, we should do it more. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of uh, Workaround Podcast. I'll see you on next episode. This is Mifong. Thank you. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to the entire episode. And for that, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave us some comments. Once again, thank you for listening to Workaround Podcast. This is Mifong.